Hi guys, what's up? It's Coach Allie with Powerhouse Pageantry, bringing you this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. This week we have episode 119, and I'm going to talk about how to sell being a -a one-of-a-kind title holder without bragging. Yeah, we're going to have some fun today. Super excited to dive into this topic with you. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 119 of the Powerhouse Podcast. You are here with Allie this week, and I'm super pumped to be talking about the topic, how to sell being a -a one-of-a-kind title holder without bragging. Now, Megan and I are coming off of an amazing mastermind weekend, and we actually had this question in one of our whiteboard sessions. And we do whiteboard sessions at all of our in-person events, our mastermind events. We have one in the spring, one in the fall. And this question popped up from one of our clients. So we really wanted to make sure to do a podcast on it. Again, today we're going to be talking about how to sell being a -a one-of-a-kind title holder without bragging. All right, now raise your hand if someone has seen an awkward interview of somebody not humbly bragging, but very awkwardly bragging. I am very aggressively raising my hand right now. (laughs) If you haven't, it is the most awkward thing in the entire world. And let me tell you, we, again, just came off of a weekend where we had our mastermind and we had in-person judges where Megan and I trained them and girls got to do, I think, four repetitions of a mock interview. And we trained our judges for what they need to look for in an interview and what kind of questions to ask. And we did talk about this topic actually a little bit indirectly, but how we want someone who's confident and who knows herself and knows her identity and not someone who's bragging about herself because there is a clear difference. We want you to be the most accomplished woman in the entire world. I know myself being a three, I understand wanting to be a high achieving person, but there is a way with tact and class and elegance to describe those accomplishments and describe your uniqueness without coming across as braggy. And that's what I want to talk about today. So Today, I'm going to give you three ways that you can sell yourself as that one-of-a-kind title holder, which is how you're going to stand out to the judges without being braggy. And the three points of today's podcast are, number one, know your why. Number two, know yourself. And number three, know your storyline. So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that first point first. So know your why. Let's be honest, you have to know why you are doing this pageant before you step foot in that interview room. How are you going to sell someone a product if you don't even know what it is you're selling? And that is the same exact thing when it comes to interview. You are selling yourself. And I know that kind of sounds bad a little bit, but you are. You're selling who you are. You're describing who you are as a person, what you bring to the table. What are your gifts? What are your talents? What's your personality? Why are you a good fit for this job or this title? What are you going to do with it? And if you do not know those answers to that question, how do you expect to communicate that to a judge, right? So step into that room knowing your why. Why are you there? Why do you want this? Why are you passionate about it? this? What are you passionate about in life, even outside of this pageant? All of those things go into knowing your why and knowing more about yourself. What's your goal with this pageant? Is it to win? Is it to win scholarship money? Is it to do better than previous years? Have you been in the pageant in former years or is this your very first time doing it? All of those things combine together to communicate your why to the judges. Because remember, if you do not understand your why down to the core of your being, how on earth are you supposed to communicate that to five strangers sitting in front of you? The answer is you're not. 
Okay. And the second half of this in knowing your why is really getting in tune with your emotions. And let me be the first to tell you, I was right there with you. Being the personality type that I am, I quite frankly suck at getting in in tune to my emotions. It's uncomfortable. It's messy. It's why I hate journaling, but I know it's healthy for me. I don't like being sad. I don't like showing my emotions because to me, I need to be on all the time. And that's what I tell myself in my inner narrative between my ears and my mind, right? But it's so healthy to get in tune with your emotions because it really allows you to go to that place that helps you analyze from an emotional perspective what that why is. You might know from a factual standpoint, yep, my why is because I'm passionate about this. I know that I could make a difference in X, Y, Z, and I have my goals and I have my plan and whatever. But what's the emotional reason why you want to be this title holder? Why do you love doing what you do? What's your favorite area of competition? What is the competitive drive that's in you, the fun spirit that it brings out of you? the girl who's quiet at school but can come alive on stage, the girl who wants to better herself by public speaking skills and get more reps on stage or just meet new friends or build the sisterhood, all of those things can have an emotional quality and that is what's going to be memorable and really make you unique and help you better understand the why behind the what. Because remember, if you can understand that at a greater level, then you can communicate that to the judges. And it goes beyond, here are my goals, here are my aspirations, but it's here's what I feel, here's how I can make you feel, and here is me understanding this point past just a black and white concept. And a good practical application, if you don't know where to start with this, is research a little bit more about the pageant system that you are in. Now, if it is the Miss America or Miss USA organization, they've obviously been around for a long time. And that can really help you understand more emotionally why you want to be a part of this organization. Is the history a factor in why you want to do this? Was it a former title holder that you came in contact with and communicated with and encouraged you to participate? Is it your family? Is it your mom? Is it something unexpected that would make you even stand out more? Knowing what that is and connecting with that is very, very important. So if you don't know where to start, you can do some research on the organization's website or by asking your director or asking other girls that have participated in the pageant before you. Second is know yourself. And Megan and I talk about this a lot under the umbrella of identity and mindset, but to be honest, knowing yourself is a continual journey. It's not just something that you can listen to one singular module or one training that Megan and I do or one specific podcast, and now every single light switch in your brain flips on, and now I know myself 110%, and I never have to try and dive a little deeper into the journey of understanding myself. That's never going to be a one-stop shop answer for knowing yourself. It has to be a continual process. But the more you dive into the willingness of understanding who you are and knowing who you are and what your identity is, the more you're going to grow in your confidence, your assuredness, your identity, that contagious joy, which goes straight into X factor on stage or it factor, that thing where a judge can just look at you and say, I know that she loves herself. And despite 
anything else going on in her world or backstage or in our world politically or within your community that she will have the inner confidence to sustain her during this title. That's the it factor. That's the knowing yourself at a deeper level that transcends any even explanation that you can communicate in interview. That's the it factor, the X factor where a judge looks at you and just says, yep, she's got it or she doesn't. Knowing yourself brings that out of you. It exudes this aura or this energy where people look at you and they just say, she's got it. She's confident. I trust you. I believe you. I understand where you're coming from. It's that next level communication that naturally flows out of your being when you know who you are and you're confident in what you bring to the table. And the final part of this, ladies, is knowing yourself to a level where you're authentically trying to be you, not trying to be somebody else. We have all seen the person who is insecure, and because of that, she tries to be everybody that she's around. She tries to be the most popular person in the room to win Miss Congeniality. She tries to be the former Miss State title holder because she thinks that's what's going to win her the crown. She's so uncomfortable in her own skin, she's giving off nervous energy that you can smell and see and feel from a mile away. Authenticity is being you. You were beautifully and wonderfully made with your own gifts, strengths, talents, and uniqueness, and that is enough. And if anybody in your life is telling you that that's not enough, then kick them out of your life (laughs) because you are enough just the way that you are. And the more that you celebrate that, the more that confidence comes. And like I was saying earlier, that assuredness, the contagious joy that just erupts from your being. And that's what people want to be around. That's what people, you know, are drawn to and, and they want to be your friend. And judges are drawn to that in interview. It's knowing yourself at a truly emotional, deep level and allowing yourself to go there in your own authenticity. The third part of how to sell yourself and be a -a one-of-a-kind title holder, again, without bragging, is knowing your storyline. So doing a recap here, number one is knowing your why and why you're doing this pageant, what are your goals, and really starting to get in tune with your emotions. Number two is knowing yourself through that confidence, your contagious joy, and your authenticity. And when you do those first two steps, you're going to be able to communicate step three, knowing your storylines at a level that is so true to who you are, a judge can't help but ask you more about it. I have been on the receiving end from a judging standpoint of girls telling their stories for a long time. And you can tangibly tell a difference from when a girl understands her why and when she doesn't. And when a girl knows who she is, when she doesn't. A girl who knows why she's passionate about something and why she doesn't. And then the next level of that, if you can connect with your emotions in your storytelling and give that to me in your communication and your interview, I go zero to 100 in the best way as a judge. When you're telling me who you are, what you're passionate about, what makes you confident, why you're doing this with emotion-filled language, I believe you. And when you understand the fundamentals of knowing your why and knowing yourself, then it comes across in such an authentic emotional way 
that it couldn't possibly be braggy because you're talking about yourself. And it's almost like you're celebrating yourself as you're talking through the emotion and telling me the wonderful stories of what you're passionate about and what you've been through. That's the difference, ladies. Bragging is someone who is self-centered or insecure or who has a disconnect somewhere between her intellect and her emotions. That comes out in nervous energy. That comes out in a braggadocious way. You never want to be in that category. And if this is something that is natural for you to be in that category, maybe it's something that you need to work on. Because if you have the hopes and dreams and aspirations of being Miss America, Miss USA, or Miss whatever your title is that you're seeking, you have to be authentically you, know your why, and know yourself. And the last part of this, like I said, is knowing your storyline. So when you can connect to that emotion, you can connect then to the relevancy of what you're talking about in the conversation. So if you have all those things in line that we've talked about, you can then transition to relating it to whatever you're talking about or this very specific question that the judge asks you. So an example of this is a fluff question, right? So if I know myself and I know my natural tendencies, my personality type, my passions, why I'm doing this, I'm not going to be tripped up by a question like, if you were a sign, what would you say and why? Or a stupid question that a judge might ask you in a pageant interview. Because you can have fun with it and you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to give the perfect answer, but you just know, hmm, I'm going to go right into my emotions or my storytelling or tell them something about me or my character or my leadership in a humble way and let that emotion flow through you naturally. And the last little tidbit of advice that I tell anybody that I'm coaching when talking about storylines is a good tangible thing to add to your practice schedule is to be able to tell your storylines in three to five sentences. Because I feel like girls can either not tell their storylines because they just don't know how to tell them, or they way overshare and don't know how to simplify because they think everything's important. So a great exercise for those of you listening is to try and get all of that emotion of your story in just three to five sentences. And then from there, if you're in an interview situation and you have time to elaborate, you can. If you get asked in onstage question format and you need to bring up your story, you can do it in three sentences and get it accomplished in you know 20 seconds. So that's a really good exercise after you know your why, you understand yourself, and you're then practicing your storylines to do it in a very succinct way. And all of these things together, if you combine them, you in turn will sell yourself as being a one-of-a-kind title holder. Because if you know your why, you know yourself, and you know your storylines, aha, you know your uniqueness, right? Those are all the things that make up you as a person. And you can add, you know, values, faith, education, all those things into knowing yourself. But those are really the categories that make a really powerful person. And it creates that power and warmth and empathy if you're in tune with all of these things, right? And the last step of this is just knowing how to communicate in an effective way. That could be learning a new word a day. That could be practicing your storylines with new people. That could be putting yourself in more opportunities of speaking in front of people or speaking in schools or speaking in interviews to get comfortable sharing all of these things about yourself. 
I know for me personally, I definitely went on this journey before I won Miss Nebraska. And I was an achiever at heart and I did not know how to connect with my emotions. And when I finally learned that emotions are what people remember, and I'm not talking about just crying in the middle of your interview or being so mad that people remember you. Like, yes, they'll they'll certainly remember you, but not in the way that you want, right? Healthily being in tune with your emotions and being able to connect through what you experience is what's going to make a judge remember you and take your uniqueness of your accomplishments, your why, knowing yourself and all of those things truly to the next level. Well, everybody, that's all I have for you today. I know this podcast this week was short and sweet, contrary to typical alley fashion where I do like a solid 50 minutes, trying to get more succinct myself. But I had so much fun with y'all this week. Thanks so much for listening to the Powerhouse Podcast. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. Um, The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska, and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.